It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where dominating your commercial real estate market is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's A Billion Sold Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of A Billion Sold Podcast. Hey everybody, Darren Garman here, and I am excited. I am I'm just ready to go on today's on today's podcast. This the podcast for today and this week it, uh, is really stuff that I just love talking about, and it's stuff that works, and it's information that I think is is valuable. So um, I'm really excited to go over with you uh, some information and some strategies, especially if you don't think you're really reaching your potential, okay? If you're not really doing what you think you could be doing or should be doing, if you just haven't quite reached where you really think you can reach, and that's in all areas of life, by the way, not just business, not just investing. And I know that most people listening to the podcast are, you know, in, in some, usually in the business world, uh, maybe you're one of my partners, uh, Maybe you're a commercial real estate broker. Uh, maybe you're a property manager. Um, or maybe you're an investor looking to expand. So we're going to go horizontal on this podcast, wide, about one subject, one thing that I guarantee, if you really think about it, get a little, ex- not a little, get excited about it, you'll start seeing improvements in the areas of your life that you really feel you deserve improvements. How's that? How's that sound, huh? Um, Geez, I might be kind of sticking my neck out there a little bit, but I I really think that's going to be the case. But before I begin, I need to give a shout out to a couple of of guys that I know and think a lot, uh, I think a lot of. Uh, These guys have been with the podcast for a long time and it's always good to hear from them. So I want to give a shout out to my buddy Trot. Trot, how you doing? Hope you are doing well and listening in on the podcast, which I know you are. And then Nybauer. Nybauer, how are you doing, buddy? I know you're in on the podcast too. And great to have you listening as well, both of you guys. Thanks for joining me again on this podcast. It's great to have you guys in the house again. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk about potential. Okay. Potential. And so I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I tapping my potential? Am I tapping my potential? Am I really? I guess that's two questions, really. Am I tapping my potential? Am I really tapping my potential and working towards my potential? Are you really? The question you need to ask yourself is, am I really? And I think if we were all honest with ourselves, we're probably not, are we? Um, And I'm not saying that you've got to be, you know, 110% perfect in every aspect of your life. That is impossible. But we all know if you do some internal reflection about your life right now, where it is, 
and where you thought it might be or what you might have achieved or gotten to so far it is probably not where you wanted to be. Or you know, you know you have the potential to be doing so, so, so much better, right? Um, and, and really, a lot of it's not your fault because you know our society is very average-driven. So the goal for many people is to be average in in most everything. And, and I mean, think about it. If you're average, you know, you're not talked about. Uh, people don't make fun of you. Uh, people don't hate on you. So if you blend in and you just decide to be average like everybody else, it's a pretty safe thing to do. You don't have any criticism typically come your way if you're average, right? And so all of the uncomfortable situations that the people that are above average are involved in day after day, because they are reaching their potential, they're dealing with all that kind of crap in people that are average or not. And it's kind of nice not to be average. Uh, I mean, it's kind of nice to be average. So uh, like, here's an example from, what, from my business. Um, so I'm talking with a relative the other day and I got, I worked most of the day, uh, came home, um, from working with some investors. And I mean, I got home like eight, eight thirty at night, right? Walked in the door and one of my relatives is home is at our house. And so, you know, we're just talking and, and, and she basically said, gee whiz, wouldn't it be kind of nice to be just to go eight to five and leave it all behind and just come home and sit down and relax. Okay. So in other words, what she's saying is, wouldn't it be nice just to have an average job where you work a set amount of hours a day, a week, you come home and you can do whatever you want, watch TV, read a book, take a walk, whatever. Wouldn't that be nice? And because uh, that's what average people do. And by the way, I'm not in any way criticizing anybody that is working a eight to five or nine to five job or career day in and day out, right? If you love what you're doing, God bless you. Great. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Um, but that, that is not for me. Okay. Personally. So my answer was no, I don't want to do that. Uh, because in my mind, based on Darren Garman, I'm not reaching my potential by doing that. No, I didn't say that, but I said, no, I don't think I want to do that. Because by doing that, I don't think that helps me reach my potential or I'm not working to my potential. I think I'm doing what I should be doing, can be doing, and working feverishly to reach my potential by doing what I'm doing now. Right? So, uh, again, uh, this is in no way knocking anybody that it has a what I would call a average to above average job. Okay, regular, average, above average job, nine to five, eight to four, whatever. No, that's, that's no problem. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But here's a question for you, if that is you, by the way. Are you working in that job, in that position to your full potential? Are you really? Or are you arriving maybe a little bit late in the morning, maybe leaving a little bit early? Or are you... Uh, eyes on the clock all day, waiting to spin out of there to get going with something else and not really giving it your full 
blown effort, energy, attention so you can reach your potential doing what you're doing. You know, I remember when I worked at the prison, I mean, years ago as a prison guard. And I worked, oh, geez. So I worked second shift. So that was um, 3 to 11. So 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. is my were my hours, my work hours. And on top of that, I had Tuesday, Wednesday off. No, I'm sorry. No, it was Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. So my weekend wasn't Saturday and Sunday. It was Monday and Tuesday. Kind of an odd weekend. Two days off, Monday and Tuesday. And I want to tell you, doing what I was doing there, I had my eye on the clock seven minutes, seven hours and 59 minutes during the eight-hour shift. Put it that way, okay? Because I didn't really want to do that. I didn't really want to be there. I, you know, did what was required. I did what was asked of me. Um, I never I never did anything in a poor way. Uh, there was never any quality control issues, so to speak, when I worked in the prison. Never got into any trouble, really, um, uh, it, with the... <clears throat> with the exception of the liquor bottle story, which most of you already know. But um, I couldn't wait to get out of there. I couldn't wait to get out of there for the day. And I think too many people, sadly, feel the same way about what they're doing. And they have the potential to be doing so much more, becoming so much more, and having the kind of life that is just so much more, but they just can't get past that. And so they decide to not tap their potential, okay? So let me talk to you about kind of my, I'm gonna, let's just say five things. Um, yeah, let's just say five things. Five things that by doing what I'm going to describe to you, I think will make sure you have a great chance of every day reaching and working to your potential. Because the longer you reach and work to your potential, the faster the success, um, income, uh, wealth goals, uh, travel goals, uh, health goals, whatever the goals are, the faster you're going to reach them, the more and the longer and the more dedicated and disciplined you are about this. So five things, here they are, to make sure you reach your potential. First of all, Okay, so this is like, I know most of you have heard me say, heard this somewhere, but I'm going to say it, but I'm going to put, put a little bit, little spin on it. That was kind of a big eye opener for me. And the first thing you need to do is set big goals. Okay. Um, now, I didn't say attainable goals. I didn't say reasonable goals. I said set big goals. I mean, big freaking goals. You've got to set goals that keeps you excited so you want to work to your potential. That's really the bottom line, I think. Um, you know, there's always that school of thought in a lot of, uh, I don't know, authors or motivational speakers. You know, there's a lot of people out there that basically, yeah, set your goals, but make sure they're realistic. Make sure that it's something you can achieve. And a lot of that's probably my guess is because they're worried that if you don't achieve them, you're disappointed and you won't keep setting goals. Um, well, I firmly believe that some goal setting is better than none. I think you got to set some pretty damn big goals. I mean, out of reach goals. Okay. I mean, goals that are so big and get you so excited that it would be like, holy shit, I can't believe I've accomplished this. 
holy shit, I can't believe I've accomplished this, okay? And that could be in any area or multiple areas of your life. I mean, that's really what you want to say. That's the kind of goal you want to set is the holy shit goal, okay? Holy shit, I can't believe I accomplished this goal. Unbelievable. Um, so that's number one, big goals. Not conservative ones, not realistic, not attainable, but holy shit goals. Okay, so that's number one. And it's important that you do that and keep an eye on that and keep reviewing that and studying that. I mean, at least a few times a week. So you sure as hell don't want to do it once a year, then forget about it, right? You need the constant reminder and repetition of what you're trying to do. Uh, because look, life gets busy, things come up, things get in the way, schedules get you know, pretty soon. What was really exciting last week and what was really kind of one of those holy shit goals is now, you know, well, uh, I didn't really think I could reach it anyway. And uh, what are we doing tomorrow? And what's uh, what, uh, so then you're on to something else. So review four or five times a week at least. Okay. Take a look. Remind yourself what those holy shit goals are and work on them. Um, so that's number one is big goals. Number two. Write the goals down. Okay, write the goals down. And be specific with what you write down. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because others have covered it. So this isn't such what I would call a revelation because it's not. But I will tell you, it's you are 485,000% better off writing your goals down than not. Okay, I know I made that up, right? But seriously. Writing them down makes a difference. I used to be the guy that would, yeah, here's what I want to do. And I would think about it and kind of, yeah, this is what I want to achieve. And pretty soon it'd be gone. Uh, there's something about the power of the pen in mind to hand when you write. I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, it's not magic or anything like that. But there's just something there that really solidifies that to a times 1,000 degree in your mind and in your body, okay? So you got to write them down. You just can't come the 1st of January. Uh, here's like the five goals. I think I want to I think I want to lose some weight. Um, I think I want to be better at tennis. Uh, I think I want to increase my investment portfolio a little bit this year. And um, I'd like to travel to the south, maybe Texas or Arizona, okay? Well, congratulations, those are some goals, but I mean, they're like as soft as a wet sponge goals, okay? You need to have the big goals, number one. Um, they need to be specific, number two, and you need to write them down, okay? Write them down and review them. So one and two, big goals, write them down and review them constantly, okay? So... The two big things that I said there aren't really those that big of a revelation, are they? Because if, if you've even been around any kind of self-improvement anywhere, you've heard at least a little bit about it. But I put a little twist on it, didn't I? These are big holy shit goals, right? You have to be looking and reviewing them all the time. Then number three about those goals is to write them down and be specific, right? So number one, big goals. Number two, write them down and review all the time. Number three. Take action, brother. Take action. So 
Let me tell you what I used to do. And I got really good at this, by the way. I used to be a self-help information junkie. Right? So what's a self-help information junkie? So I go out and get the latest book, the latest audio program, which back then was cassette tapes. Anybody remember cassette tapes? Um, well, they had lots of cassette tapes. Still got a lot of them around here somewhere. Uh, cassette tape program. Um, big workbook. Uh, the latest book that was released. Um, I'd be out. By the way, this was at Walden Books. I don't know if you guys remember that store. Or B. Dalton. I, I'm now starting to age myself. But anyway... So I was like constant visitors to all those places. And I'd attend the seminars and go to all those kind of things too. And I'd buy most all of the stuff. And I would read almost all of the stuff. And all of it sounded fantastic. But how much action did I ever take? None. I planned on it. I had maybe a plan in place that I wanted to execute. But I never did anything. I didn't take action. And the thing that you've got to know about this world is, is simply this. You can think about anything that you want to achieve all damn day long. You can concentrate, squint your eyes, uh, clench your fists every day for hours on end. Think about what you want. And if you think it's going to magically appear through, quote, attraction, okay, you are out to lunch. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. I don't care how much I sit here and think about deposits in my bank account. Okay. I got to take action to make sure there are deposits in my bank account. They're not just going to appear there. I'm not going to get checks just sent for me from nowhere. Okay. Transactions aren't just going to show up because I think about it. Great apartment projects to invest in and own just aren't going to knock on my door. I'm not going to get an email one day just because I'm thinking about it. You've got to take action. If there's anything out of the five things I'm going to tell you that I think is just super important is this. you got to take action. Far too many people, <clears throat> it's like the golfer on the tee box. They buy the golf clubs. They get some nice accessories, maybe some golf gloves, maybe a couple nice polo shirts and shorts. Maybe they spend a couple hundred bucks on or more on a nice pair of golf shoes, get some great tees, um, go to the pro shop, maybe get a couple golf towels and some great head covers for their, for their golf clubs, get some nice balls. They get out there on the tee box, wait, they wait for the beautiful day to come. They get out there on the tee box and they're ready to finally tee off. And then they decide they don't really want to play golf after all and they go home. That's kind of the same thing, right? And that's what I was doing. I was like that golfer. I'd do all of that, get all ready, then I would just go back to work. <laughs> I'd just go back to work at the prison. So, um, yeah. And so you've got to take action. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to have a detailed, organized plan and then take action. See, you want to take action first and worry about all the details later. That was the other thing that I just couldn't believe was like the case. Um so when I figured out, I'm just going to start taking action on these things, and I'm just going to work on them and just go without sitting down, getting a notebook out and say, okay, on Tuesday I'm doing this, on Wednesday I'm doing this, on Thursday from... No, just start taking action and clean up the pieces and the mess later. Okay, Don't do it the other way. Don't plan, then go. Go, 
go take action and clean up any of the problems or issues that come up as a result. Right now, of course, I'm not saying you run around like you don't know what the hell you're doing, but you, you know what I'm talking about here. There's far too many people that get caught up in the, oh, I'm in my planning. I'm doing a spreadsheet. Uh, I've got my PowerPoint presentations almost done. I've got this almost ready, that almost ready. You know, they sit behind the computer or in front of a notebook for a lot longer than they do any kind of taking any action. Nothing ever happens. Don't let that be you. Take action. Okay? That's number three. Number four, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You just do. You got to do things you don't feel like doing. You got to do things that make you nervous. You got to do things that kind of make you scared. You got to do things that, oh, I don't really know if I can do that. Um, I, I'm going to tell you exactly what it feels like. Okay. Uh, you're in high school and you're asking the most beautiful girl in the class to prom or to the homecoming dance. And the nervousness that you have before you walk up to that pretty young lady is unbelievable. You could almost taste your toenails before you walk up and ask her for a date or ask her out, right? That's the case with most any of those kinds. Same with same with women getting, you know, asking your favorite guy out. Same thing. I mean, think you, you've got butterflies among butterflies among butterflies. But that's what you've got to do all of the time in order to achieve the things you want to achieve and reach your potential. Got to get out of your comfort zone. Okay. I mean, look, I would love to uh, sleep in until 11, um, order pizza, uh, hang out and watch a couple TV shows on direct TV during the day, uh, maybe listen to a little music, maybe take the dogs for a walk and, um, and, uh, uh, maybe catch up on a little bit more TV later and hope something would happen. But that's staying in a comfort zone, isn't it? Um, for you commercial brokers, it's getting in touch with those big clients. I'm talking the big, 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 big clients, right? I'm talking about the big property owners, the big apartment project owners. I'm talking about the people that have reputations for being assholes or pains in the ass, right? Investors. What apartment owner should you be talking to? It's given that apartment property owner that owns that, you know, 200 unit project that you've been driving by for eight years that you think you'd love to own, calling them and seeing if they have an interest in selling you the property. Okay. Not a lot of people have the balls to do stuff like that. So you've got to have the balls and you've got to get out of your comfort zone constantly in order to achieve what you want to achieve. You got to be putting yourself in the kinds of positions where it's uncomfortable. That's the only way you're going to get to where you need to get to. So the cool thing is when you take action um, and you take enough of it, you will start getting out of your comfort zone. That's the cool thing. You will start getting out of your comfort zone. And then things will start to happen. Things will start to go your way. Deals will start to get done. You'll be closing that important client. You'll be investing in owning that fantastic trophy property. You'll be attracting investors to want to invest with you, maybe in your next real estate partnership or fund. Um, you'll be losing that 25 pounds that you thought you'd never be able to get, 
you lose. You'll be able to do those 20 to 25 pull-ups that you thought you never would be able to do. You'll be able to run that marathon that you thought you'd never able, you'd never be able to run, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, but you can't do it unless you get out of your comfort zone. Um, and the rewards come to those that get out of their comfort zone. That's really the bottom line. Um, all right, so let's go to the last. Uh, my last point on making sure you get your, you reach your potential and you tap your potential on a daily basis. Number five, um, daily reflection. Now, uh, I'm not talking about Zen-like stuff where you, you know, sit down and meditate for two hours and chant and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I do think that every day you need to reflect on your day. So what I like to do is, um, so before I go to bed at night, so before I go to sleep, I'll lay down and just kind of think to myself, did I do everything I could do today to reach my potential? How did I do? And in what areas could I have done better? What areas did I do freaking great at that I need to like, you know, remember, here's how you did X. Keep that in mind for next time X comes up. Here's the prescription for X when you run into it again. I mean, a lot of that, but also um, what should I have said differently? What should I have done differently? I, I give you, I give a great example. So, um, so last night, last night, I uh, uh, working with a client on an apartment property he wanted to sell. And in this instance, I was not acting as an investor. I was acting as a broker. And so the majority of apartment property owners in my market when they're ready to sell their property, the majority of them call me to do it. And so uh, this was an apartment property owner with a property to sell. So I had an offer for him on his property from a, from a buyer, qualified guy, great buyer for this property. And at the end of that call with the seller, I did not get it closed. Okay. We're still going back and forth and negotiating. We'll see what happens. Still ongoing. But I didn't get it closed over the phone. And there's no damn way that I shouldn't have closed that over the phone, got it done at that point in time, and I'd be telling you we have a project under contract, not that we're still working on a project. Why? Because I didn't say the right things on the phone. Okay? And so that's what I thought last night, as I thought of, God, I didn't handle that right. Um, how could I have done that better? And I thought about how I could do it better than what I would do next time. Okay, then I went to sleep. And I think the daily reflection is important because it does allow yourself to really, I guess at least mentally, kind of give yourself a pat on the back for working your ass off that day in terms of doing everything you can to reach your potential. Good for you. Congratulations. Nice job. Um, and also it's kind of a reinforcement in terms of, okay, here's what you can do better. Here's what you should think about doing better. And you just simply make a mental note to do it. Okay. Um, the, um, uh, I borrowed that tactic actually from stoicism, to be honest with you. Uh, the Stoics believe that, you know, every night, um, before you went to bed, actually it wasn't really before you went to bed, before you even laid down, you were supposed to sit down for five minutes and reflect on the day and, um, you know, tell it, talk to yourself about what you did right and what you did wrong and how you can be a better uh, a better person, a better, a better human being that contributes more in the next day, right? 
Um, so that's where I stole that from. I didn't come up with that myself. I stole it from, from Stoicism. I really like it, and I think it, I think it works, and I think it does a lot of good. So let me hit those five again, guys. Big goals. Number one, write them down and review them constantly, number two. Number three, take action daily. Not just reading about it, not just thinking about it, not just creating 28 spreadsheets about it. Get your ass in action. Number four, get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone all the time. And number five, daily reflection. Okay. So what I've given you there is what has really helped me um, achieve the things that I really want to achieve. And by the way, I'm a long way from where I really want to be. I got a hell of a long way to go. But in terms of getting where I am now, those are the big keys uh, that I use and I'll continue to use uh, because, uh, because they work. That's why I'm going to continue to use them. And so uh, <clears throat> make a plan to get this going, get the five things going. There's no reason that you cannot be reaching your potential every day. Okay. And by the way, a great question to ask yourself every night during this reflection process is what? Am I tapping my potential? Have a great day. Have a great week or weekend. Whenever you've listened to me, I thank you for being all on the podcast. Talk to you later. Have a great day. See everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining a Billion Sold podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.myplatinumclub.com.